Hey friends, welcome back to the series we are doing on the spiritual disciplines. And after a quick break from last week where we talked about missions, we are picking back up with this idea of solitude. And solitude is something that is hard for a lot of people. I get it. And um, as you can imagine, I talk to breathe, so solitude is hard for me. Uh, this conversation is part of a longer conversation that I'm going to split up over five different parts this week. Um, and I'm doing that throughout the summer just because everybody has less time in the summer. And instead of these longer episodes. I'm trying to make it easier on you to having uh, shorter spurts where you can listen to it. So um, I pray that this series continues to bless you. If you have questions, please reach out. It's rachel at shehears.org. I pray that you hear from the Lord today and the ways that solitude can help you hear him more clearly. Hey friends, welcome to the Hearing Jesus podcast. Do you sometimes doubt if you're truly hearing God's voice or if it's really your own? And how do you know the difference? Do you ever struggle to feel confident in your relationship with God and what He says in His Word? Do you sometimes feel stagnant or like maybe you hit a wall in your spiritual life? Hey, I'm your host, Rachel Grohl, missionary, author, pastor, and life coach, and I have been there. I too was doubting God's voice in my own life. I felt insecure about my relationship with Him, and I wanted to be obedient to what God was calling me to do, but I wasn't quite sure how to figure out what that was. I felt like I was wasting time trying to figure it out, and I just wanted a way to understand His will for my life. The answer for me was found in the pages of the scriptures, as I learned how to understand what they were actually saying. If you're ready to grow in your faith and to step confidently into the calling God has for you, then join me as we dig deep into God's Word so that you can learn to live out your faith in your everyday life. Hey friends, before we get into today's episode, I have a quick word. I know that you have been frustrated with being confident in how to tell the difference between hearing from God and wondering if it's your own voice. I know, I've been there myself. That's why I wrote the Bible study, She Hears, Learning to Listen to Jesus. This is a six-week study that takes you through the book of John, looking at six women in the life of Jesus, how he calls them, how he encourages them, how he equips them. It also teaches the color method of Bible study, helping you to learn how to really understand the scriptures. I also include a lot of cultural and historical information that makes these familiar passages of scripture really come alive. This is a great study to do with maybe your teen girls or a group of friends from church, and it will really help you gain confidence in how to hear from the Lord and set you up with some tools that will stay with you long after the study is over. Again, head to shehears.org and you can find the Bible study on the resources page. Hey friends, welcome back to the Hearing Jesus podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Grohl. So glad to be with you this week. We are continuing our series on the spiritual disciplines, and today we are going to be talking about the spiritual discipline of solitude. This is a hard one for me, and I think sometimes as the body of Christ, we always talk about how we need community, and we forget that there's another side to that. Yes, I wholeheartedly believe that we were created for community, but we were also created to need solitude. And I really struggle with this. I mean, even as a kid, I ran away. Um, I remember my grandparents lived pretty close to us and I went to their house and they had like a little shed on the side of the house for like, you know, shovels and things like that. And I climbed in there and I had taken lunch, but you know, as a little kid, you don't have foresight. And so I took lunch and I hid in there for several hours 
And my grandfather at one point came, he opened the door, he saw me in there, and then he shut the door. And I just got so lonely. And I I don't even remember why I ran away, but that was my version of running away. And I eventually got so lonely, I just went back home. Um, There was other times in my life where I was in an abusive relationship and I ran away, for lack of better words. And again, the isolation made me go back. And I realized that you know, in some ways, loneliness was worse than abuse. And I don't know if you've ever been there, but that's definitely been something that I've struggled with in my past. And so I want to start off by looking at the difference between loneliness and solitude. I think loneliness is this inner emptiness, whereas solitude is inner fulfillment. So there's a big difference between the two. Uh, Just a reminder that we are kind of loosely working from Richard Foster's book, Celebration of Discipline. And we're going through one one a week, uh, one spiritual discipline a week with the goal of pointing you towards hearing more clearly from Jesus. So solitude is something uh, that we struggle with, I think, as a culture. And even when we're alone, we don't ever get to a place of solitude because we create this illusion that we're never alone because of our addiction to our devices. And even uh, right now, I'm home alone in the house, but yet right before I started this podcast, the TV was on. Um, I had a podcast playing earlier. There, it just never feels like we're alone. And I have shared this story before, but there was a period of time where um, during my seminary, one of the requirements was that we go on a weekend, like a like a 48-hour solitude retreat. And in a non-pandemic era, that would mean that you would go on campus or to a place that the campus had designated for for a retreat. But in a pandemic era, it had to be alone. And obviously... And I really struggled with that. I fought it tooth and nail. I just figured, okay, surely the pandemic will get me out of this. Um, Travel doesn't feel safe right now and all of that. And what ended up happening was uh, a friend of mine, I had mentioned to him and how I was kind of dragging my feet. And he, we work with a, a missions organization. He knew of another missions organization that their whole goal is to help missionaries and ministries allow their staff and their pastors to get away and just have some rest, R&R, solitude, whatever they need. So he actually lined it up for me. And, you know, pretty soon before I knew it, I got this text message about how, you know, the dates and all these things that were, I was going to go on this retreat. And even then I was like hesitant and dragging my feet and really just not um, excited about it. I am a mom of, and mom of three kids. And I also have been for a long time before I started doing women's ministry, I was a children's pastor. And then before that I owned a daycare and a preschool. So I've just not been alone for quite a number of years, decades, in fact. And so for me, and of course I talk to breathe, as my husband says, for me, solitude meant silence and silence felt scary. And while I understand that and recognize that, um, there's a piece of us that was really created for solitude and we are robbing ourselves of an experience and an aspect of a relationship with God if we are not seeking solitude. So that's why we're talking about solitude today. So in solitude, really what happens, oh, and to get back to the, the, the story about when I left, it was one of the most productive, fruitful times of my life 
in my relationship with God. And it got to, uh, got me to a whole new level in my relationship with the Lord to the point now where I crave that. And I've not done that again. I've not gone for like, you know, a couple days away. Instead, I've done it a couple hours or, you know, maybe half a day, something like that. But, um, I actually really crave that. But anyway, um, so in solitude, really what happens is we become freed from this bondage to people, to our inner thoughts. Um, and, and we kind of get out of this place, this headspace where we're self-centered and me-centered. And then we become free to really just love God and start to know compassion for others and this hurried pace that we live. And so in order to get to a place where we're, we're able to come to a heart space of solitude, where we're resting in solitude, um, we really have to get to a place where we don't really care what others think of us. Okay, friends, make sure you come back tomorrow for the second part of this conversation. It will be ongoing all week. And now I just want to take a minute to pray over you. Father God, I thank you for my friends that are listening because they want to know more about you. Lord, I, I pray that this week, as we talk about this idea of solitude, we would understand that solitude does not mean loneliness because there's nowhere we could ever go and there's nothing we could ever do that would separate us from you and your love. God, help us to see how you call us to solitude so that we can hear more clearly from you. Lord, as we continue to seek you out and to develop these spiritual disciplines, these spiritual muscles that draw us closer to you, Lord God, I pray that you would meet us where we're at, that that your grace would be um, so overwhelming that we would recognize you in the ways that you continue to uh, meet us where we're at and um, call to us just this this way of deepening our relationship with you. God, I pray for my friends today that they would sense your presence in a real and tangible way. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, talk to you tomorrow, guys. Hey friends, if this podcast helped encourage, empower, or equip you for God's call on your life, I would love it if you would head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. That's the number one way you can support my show. You can also join our free Facebook community or Instagram page where I share inspirational tips, resources, and prayer throughout the week. Hey, I want you to know I'm praying for you this week. Know that you are loved, you are cherished, and you are His.